we're still not back on our station. But you have stuck with us, faithful listeners. I can tell you there's not enough words to express my appreciation for you and, and our advertisers who, look, Mark, when we went to a smaller station to get through this, that this has lasted way longer than I thought. I, I, I never in my wildest dreams thought we would not be back on 97.7 by now. Uh, we thought we'd be back by football. That didn't happen. And I can tell you, we didn't lose, at least on my end, a single advertiser. And that is incredible loyalty. And, folks, go support the people who support us. And I, I know it's difficult for y'all, everybody out there. I know it's been a, a weird, strange, crazy year. You support us. We're going to support you. And I hope that uh, in the year that was probably the most difficult of our lifetime, we gave you an escape for three hours a day. We're going to make some changes. I know there's going to be more changes. Ken's going to be gone. Mark's going to be in Puffy just in the mornings. But obviously we've had that whole thing, too. We had a new morning show happen uh, in the middle of the year. But we, we've overcome it all. It's been great. And, Mark, I, again, um, you, you look, you might not be on every week, but you'll be on, I think, most weeks. And you know what you mean to me, what you've done for me. I can't thank you enough. And uh, thanks for being with us, particularly this year through all these obstacles, man. It's um, it's not forgotten, trust me. Well, buddy, I, you know, without getting sappy like we did on the professor's <laughs> farewell show, um, I feel the same way. I said it on the edge uh, the other day uh, before Christmas in my kind of Christmas message to everybody, and that is, you know, we really and truly, I mean, this people got to realize that we really and truly love our listeners and we really and truly, I mean, we've said it since the Fox, old Fox and Company days that without our listeners and advertisers, we don't have a show. You know, we just don't walk in here and it just all of a sudden happens by itself. You've got people like Ken Carter and John Tabor uh, and McLovin in the old days who come in here and, you know, silently produce the show and make us sound a lot better than we really are uh, day in and da- day out and push all the buttons for us, uh, the dedication that they have. And uh, all of the all of our listeners, if they don't listen, we don't have anything. Yep. If our advertisers don't advertise, uh, and uh, then we don't have anything. We're, we're a business at the end of yeah. the day. So. And but the fact is that, as you always say, you know, opinions what drives our shows, and that's great. I love in there the interaction when people call and text us. Uh, that's what I think makes some of the best shows. And we, you know, it's changed a little bit because of the texting abilities. We used to have nothing but phone calls. But uh, when it's all said and done, I tried to get across to everybody that regardless of whether you agree with what we say, our opinion's not any more important than yours, than the the public's. It's just our opinion. And we try to make it a knowledgeable opinion and a fact-based opinion when possible. (laughs) But... Uh, at the end of the day, we have fun. You know, we want to have fun. We want to get across. Yeah, we want to get across to everybody that listens to all of our shows that we have fun and we want to have fun, and we we want to have fun with everything that we do, and we hope that that gets across to everybody. And we are so very grateful for everybody that listens to the show on a regular basis. And then, of course, you know, technically you're my boss, and uh, and I appreciate everything, the hard work that you do putting the schedules together during football 
you know, that you email to us so we can do the rewind on Saturdays. Uh, there's a lot of things that you do behind the scenes that nobody really knows about, but we do, and we appreciate everything that you do well, as the head man. Well, thanks. Um, it's a labor of love, and um, again, I I left for a few years, and trust me, um, it was the best decision for me at the time. Uh, but it made me love uh, what I do even more, and not take for granted how lucky we are to. Man, we like you said, it, Mark. We we get paid to give opinions. We're not any smarter than you are. That's right. We've just got a forum, and our biggest goal was to entertain you. And uh, the world is full of suck, and we hope that in a world full of suck, sometimes we can be a distraction. Even if it's a, even if you don't agree with us, at least it's a distraction from some of the real things that are going on in this world. And uh, again, cannot thank everybody who listens enough for your support. Trust me, there's not a day that goes by where I don't run into somebody in the public or just a text message from somebody telling us how much they enjoy what we do, that's why I do this. I, you know, I, I live for that, and it's appreciative. And uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to everybody listening to your family to have a very, very successful and fruitful 2021. And uh, you support us. We're damn sure going to support you. For Mark Kramer, for John Tabor, I'm Sean Fox. Happy New Year, Puffy and Waltrip. Well, we might be kicked off the air, but uh, we'll let them run the show tomorrow. So long, everybody. This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kirk Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. Bleed Tick Blue Radio, BC. Beck Haynes, John Tabor, appreciate you joining us here. Sports Talk 99.3 FM here in Ruston, Louisiana. Of course, you can get us on the Fairway Carts hotline or text line, 888-993-7762. We'd love to hear from you. Give us your thoughts, Beck. I'll be honest with you, you missed the show last week. I ran 90 minutes solo I broke the game down. I gave Tech the keys to victory. And I'll be honest with you, they didn't listen to one word I said. That was rough, Ben. I don't even – I don't want to talk about it too much tonight. I think – I think you said four minutes? Four minutes tops, tapes. I mean, I don't – We've got two minutes left. Okay. That's, <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, not a great way to end the season. Ben, I was thinking about our preseason pro- projections. We get a lot of 
a lot of flack from um, some of the, the naysayers out there that we pick Tech to win the national championship every year. Yeah, we're a little well, bit of a homers. You know, 9-3. and three. I mean, it's not bad. No, but no. Uh, tough season. Couldn't have saw what, you know, a whole month of not playing. Uh, if you've got two quarterbacks, you don't got one situation. Ben was rough. Not a great way to catch. I'm just curious how you're doing without the bowl streak because hey. I know you hung your – your P code on it every day. Let's be honest. Georgia Southern 38, Louisiana Tech 3. The six-game bowl win streak has come to an end. The Bulldogs wrap up their 2020 campaign 5-5 five and five overall. Beck, like you said, um, it was a very uneven season. Uh, of course, the 33 days uh, between games, between the UAB game and the made-up North Texas game. Uh, so many different moving pieces, and, and you know it all culminates uh, with the loss to Georgia Southern in the R and L R and L Carriers New Orleans go. Bowl. You got it. You got it. And you know coming into this game, you know Luke Anthony goes down with the injury against TCU, which was quite unfortunate. Right. You, you hate to see it, and um, you knew that Aaron Allen was going to get an opportunity to showcase his talent at the quarterback position, kind of get that that one start where he was the guy for four quarters. And I think that was the storyline coming in. And you look up midway, you know, early in the second quarter, and he's thrown three interceptions. You look at his final line, 10 of 24, 41 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. His final QBR was 0.8. All right. All right. Hey. I'm not trying to hate on Aaron Allen, no. but I'm not sure he could uh, have played but, a worse game. Yeah. And here's the deal with Aaron. I, I don't, I'm sure you noticed, but it seems like when he played, it was like his first drive or the first drive of the game or first one that he got early in the first quarter. He always did pretty well. Yeah. We, we kind of thought maybe when it was scripted, he, he thrived better, a little yeah. bit. But, three, I mean, and listen, you can't he, come back. I mean, you just can't come back no. from three picks in the first quarter. I mean, everything that you've been preparing for all week, like nothing's worked. No. Or you haven't executed it properly. Well, and I think the thing that takes the wind out of your sails even more than the three interceptions is like they were all in the red zone. I mean, oh, Tech yeah. had put together great drives yep. to get down the field. I mean, you could have easily looked up and that could have been a uh, – let, let's say you only get three field goals even. You're probably in a 14-9 game. Right. You know, and instead it's 21-0. Uh, you don't really know where to go. And like you said, you can, just can't come back from something like that. And you could tell after he threw the three interceptions, he became gun-shy. I mean, he didn't want to throw the football. No. He wanted to make sure the dude was open. And really, all three interceptions, like, I, I don't want to pile on, but they weren't even no, close. it wasn't tip balls or nothing like that. And nobody wants the golden sombrero for interceptions, Ben. No. I know you've hit it with strikeouts before at the plate, not on the mound. Oh. Here's the deal, Ben. I, I, this is the most optimistic thing I'm going to say. You're right. We could have looked up, and that could have been a, a 10 to – 13 of nine game or something like that yeah. you know pretty it quick been like, a closer yeah, game. it could have been a closer game i just think tech got punched real early and then yeah. never recovered and and it's just a shame because i don't feel like tech got to really prove themselves and you know we love to talk about bowl game skip didn't come ben, out it's hard it's probably hard to be uh aggressive be when you, you have zero confidence well, i'll be in. honest too me and you went at it a little bit we did this game we did uh, talking about some of the play calling, and I, I get that that aspect of it, especially, let's be honest, Israel Tucker was toting the rock. And then they had to quit giving it to him. But, hey, we're not Air Force. We're not going to run it 49 times in uh, a you row. You throw three picks in the first quarter, you better get on your horse and run it. That's all I got to say. No, you're right about and that. And it was working. No, it was. And then then we try a little over the middle. A little pick. A little pick. A little another pick. A little another pick. 
Ben, it's one of the, it's a rough it's, day it's at the a, office. It's it's a, a loss is a loss, and it's always tough. It's really tough when you feel like it's over in the first five minutes of the game. No, I agree. And, and listen, not a fun game to watch. No, it, on a Wednesday wasn't. afternoon. No, it, it was with COVID. Tough. I had COVID. I was watching it. All right, I give you some credit for that. But there was a lot of there was also a lot of question marks surrounding Georgia Southern at the quarterback position. Oh. Would Shawert's play? Oh, did he play? Yeah. And oh, was oh, he yeah. healthy? Oh yeah, about uh, about well, I had a, Dude, a tough. I had a friend that placed the bet, and then about four seconds later, they came out that he was starting. Yeah, so, it was yeah. a uh, and the bet didn't win. If that gives you a little <laughs> a little clue into what happened, it was a tough pill to swallow. He I feel was bad healthy. for my friend. And, and Wirtz played extremely well: seven of twelve, 126 yards, one touchdown through the air. Also had three touchdowns on the ground and. You know, it, it was just all around. If it could have gone wrong for Louisiana Tech, it went wrong. Now, I will ask you this. We got the opportunity to see the true freshman, J.D. Head, in the third oh, quarter. I was, call, I was tweeting for him in the second quarter. Oh, well, we're going to get to something else that you were tweeting about. Oh, yeah. What'd you think of the play of JD Head though? I thought I thought he looked pretty I mean, good back first there of for all, a true freshman. First, of first all, action. First of all, I mean a horrible situation to come into. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt. I mean I wanted it. I called for it. I said, man, what a start to his career for a comeback bowl game victory. But Ben, I mean it's it's not the biggest game of the year, but it kind of is the biggest game of the kind year. Kind of, kind of just like your you know the last game of the season, and you want to leave mean, it he all gets, out. He there. really gets thrown into the the true backup job yeah. in, within like a week because yeah. Weston Elliott declares for the draft or whatever he did, and uh, <laughs> Luke Anthony snaps his leg in half. So it's a tough spot for J.D. He's been number four on the depth chart all year long, and then all of a sudden he's number two. And then so, hey, dude, four minutes into the game, he's like number 1.5. So I just can't imagine for him. I've said this about J.D. all along. I'm excited for him. Dude needs to eat a couple cheeseburgers. I was scared he was going to break in half. But I will say he hey, did Griff. not look scared. Hey, Griff, hey. if you're listening, hey. give him a couple cheeseburgers. Yeah. If it's Griff's burgers, he probably only needs one to two. Okay. okay? Greasy. Yeah, they're pretty greasy. No, they're getting some weight. But, hey, no, I thought he did well considering the situation. He wasn't scared. You kind of have to be, and that's it. You can't be scared. It's not the time to be conservative. You're down 100, and it's nobody expects this out of you. Everybody knows you're number four. Now you're number two. I mean, it's it's actually probably not the worst situation for him to go into. Now, I I would love to know how limited the playbook was with him. Me too. Because it's got to be like 20%. He hasn't practiced a whole lot with I mean, you go to practice, he he doesn't get that many reps. He's scout team. Yeah, he's scout team. They don't get many reps. Let me ask you this. Your thoughts on the red helmets? Oh, I totally forgot. I unapologetically, I hate, and I, and capital H, N-A-T-E, hate the red helmets. Hate them. I get that it's a classic look. That's the only argument that I'll listen to. It's classic. You know, white pants, blue jersey, red helmet. I get it. Trust me. But we look like some toys out there, okay? <laughs> you got two primary colors. You can't do that. You were tweeting before the game. You're you upset. can't have a red and a blue clash. Are you, are you saying you watched the Nutcracker Suite? Yeah, something. I mean, I just I can't. I hate it. It's the primary colors. They don't look good. They don't complement each other. I get that there are colors, but we look like a, a little – Fourth grade Mighty Might team out there. Now, not a big red helmet guy. I'm just saying, I guess the players. Well, let, let me ask you this. Had the result been the opposite, you would you have the, Or would you be like, ooh, I'm, I'm no. glad they wore I'd the have red been helmets tonight. We, we were on SportsCenter for winning with red helmets. <laughs> Tabes, I tweeted before the game. I had a great tweet before the game. I don't even remember. Something like, you know, oh, we're wearing the red helmets. You can kiss that bowl yeah. street goodbye. Yeah, he did. Tabes. 
how do you, I, is it senior leadership on the team that picks the jersey? Who I picks the jersey? I'd imagine you telling me game. when they when they when they roll that out in the locker room that everybody gets hyped for freaking red I'm helmets and blue jersey? I dig the all the I white white it. on white. Yes, tapes. I, I do like the white white white. Yes, or the white, just white, white, white blue white. The best looking tape I don't jersey, like white in my red. Opinion. Yeah, I agree, tapes. I don't like red at all. Like I have an aversion to red, but I will do red jersey, white helmet, white pants. But to me, white, blue, white, or white, white, white is is awesome. And I just can't imagine the team gets hyped to look like a toy soldier out there, Ben. Toy soldier. And I think you you feel that way, and you, and you play that way. You play that way. They played like some Mighty yep. Mites. Hey, let's get to some news and notes following. You've got to be fired up. I freaking hate the red hair. I love it. I love when you're fired up. Israel Tucker, last game as a Bulldog, 123 yards, and now it's following the game. That was it for him. Not coming back for an additional year. Listen, I'm going to give it to Israel Tucker. He got an opportunity. He earned an opportunity. He earned an opportunity, and he played well. I- I'm happy with how he finished his career, and I think he should be pretty satisfied with how he finished it as well. And, and uh, the, the word on the street is he's, he's headed to the real world. Yeah, he'll give it a shot at the NFL, but he is. let's I mean, be if they, if they come calling, he'll pick up is what you're saying. Yeah. Listen, Jets call will answer. Final, final news following the game i believe it was the day after milton williams redshirt junior defensive end defensive tackle announces his intentions to enter the nfl draft uh gotta give it to him milton has had a phenomenal two years uh as a starter as a sophomore and now as a junior i think he's somewhere around a fourth and a or a fifth round maybe sixth round pick uh coming up in april's draft yeah, that was not a surprise for either of us, really. He had a good year, and 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 it's. I'm gonna be totally honest. If I have an, just a, a better than average chance of just hitting the draft board after a, a year like this, I'm You're, gone. Yeah, we'll it's see. more I'm enticing. not doing that again. I'm not going with the COVID stuff again. We don't know where it's gonna be. I doubt it's gonna be eradicated, and they're gonna have eradicated. Eradicated. I like it. Maybe it will be. I don't know. I thought nothing that would happen has happened anyways. So, I just, to me, I'm like, this is such a, a pain in the butt for coaches, for players. I wouldn't want to go through it again. He's probably like, forget I don't, it. I really I'm out of here. I really don't blame him. No, I, really I, don't. I don't either. I think it's uh, a decision that you understand. Obviously, you wish he could come back and help the squad next year uh, look to improve his draft stock. But like we said, it is what it is. So, we got a big show to get to. want to thank our sponsors tonight, First National Bank, Fairway Carts, Dairy Queen, Courtesy Automotive, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Bimble Motors, Ball 4 Graduate Sales, Brister Smokehouse, and O'Neill Gas. Of course, you can get us on the Fairway Carts hotline or text line. Number is 888-993-7762. Like I said, a big show planned for tonight. A lot of different areas that we're going to cover coming up in the next segment. Duffy Conroy, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach, will join us. Duncan Dogs open up conference play Friday night. When Marshall comes to town, they'll play Friday. They'll play again on Saturday inside the Thomas Assembly Center. And then for the remainder of the show, from 6.30 until we take it home at 7.30, we're going to talk Bulldog football. Let's go ahead and take our first time out. We come back. Duffy Conroy will join us. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 99.3 FM. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics. Plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. 
Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Acme Glass and Mirror, we have so much more. Whether business, home, or auto, we have the glass you're looking for. Replacing glass is painless, like everything we do. The very best in service, always close to you. Acme Glass and Mirror, give us a break and we'll shine through. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at LaTeX. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371 Cart, and go Bulldogs! At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the uncommon bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. Tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, BC, Beck Haynes, John Taylor. Joining us on the Fairway Carts Hotline, Louisiana Tech men's basketball assistant coach Duffy Conroy. Coach, how we doing tonight? I'm doing great. How you doing? Oh, pretty good. Thanks for joining us. So here we are. We, we finally made it to conference play. You guys are off to a 7-2 and two start uh, in non-conference. I, I guess my, my first question to you is uh, your overall uh, evaluations and things that you've seen from the team to this point that you've liked. You know, uh, we, we got a number of new guys, a uh, number of new players. So we've you know, it's been an interesting year. Uh, there's no doubt about that. So it's been a challenge for the guys uh, on a number of different levels, unlike any other year. And uh, I've been pleased with how they've handled that. It's taken a lot of discipline, just, just everything we all are dealing with in, in 2020. So I've been proud of the guys in that respect. And then also, uh, you know, just uh, from the game standpoint, we, we've, uh, we've shown some different players that can do some different things. Uh, you think of Kenneth Lofton Jr. and the way he's been able to step in as a freshman and uh, do a number of good things for us and, and provide us a little more punch on the interior. So that's been really good. And then, obviously, uh, senior guards Caleb Odu, Amari Archibald, uh, you know, doing excellent stuff as well. And just proud of the group in general. And, and, you know, you talk about this team, and you mentioned Kenneth Lofton and the things that he's been able to do 
as a true freshman, a big man that hasn't necessarily um, – he's not the mold of the type of big man that you guys have had in past years. Uh, what what right. are some different things that y'all have used with him, not only in the post but in the high post as well, that have allowed y'all to be more effective offensively? Yeah, he, he has a unique uh, skill set. He's a, he's a really – you know, he's six seven six eight, but he's got long arms and he's he's a, a very skilled player. Um He's a little bit bigger than your average uh, post player, uh, but he he knows how to. He has great feet and he has great hands. And like you just said, uh, you know, obviously we can post him up and throw it inside to him, but he's got excellent instincts. And what we've been able to do with him is also move him out on the perimeter, not so much to shoot threes, obviously, but he can get catches out there and then give dribble handoffs to our guards, and he's a. He's quite a large target to get around. <laughs> and so his ability to catch and pivot and pass and then put pressure on the rim when he, when he runs downhill, um, that provided us uh, some different options with, uh, with him that we haven't had with other guys in the past. And, you know, you, you talk about that big man rotation with Lofton and Gordon, and obviously uh, I think it's fair to say when you look at Pemberton and Crawford playing, you know, minutes at the yep. four, Talk about their ability to play the four and the five with one another. I know that was a lineup that you didn't necessarily get yeah. to use a lot a year ago uh, when Isaiah went down with the knee injury. Yeah, you know, we weren't able to do that a year ago. And, you know, and we had, uh, you know, with Mo Muhammad last year, he was more of an undersized five, so he had some, some speed and, and things of that nature. So that's what we're able to do with Isaiah is uh, at times play that combination of, Jacoby Pemberton and Isaiah, and that gives us a little more speed uh, moving the ball around and moving with our feet uh, to spread teams out and give us a little different look on the offensive end uh, as opposed to with Lofton and Gordon out there who give us more of the interior punch. Uh, and then defensively, it also gives us a, a unique um, setup as well where we're able to, to do some different things with, with switching uh, and, and other you know, and, and traps and other aspects like that. Uh, Pemberton and Crawford are, are a nice uh, combination when we when we have to go to that. And I wanted to talk about a guard and Kobe Williams. Obviously, you know, Ledoux and Amari Archibald and some of those guys have played a lot of basketball <coughs> at the Division One level. And you talk about Kobe really yeah. came on at the end of last year. Now he's taken over that starting point guard role for you. How have you seen him grow in that position now that he's kind of the the captain of the offense, so to speak, yeah. uh, you know, from game one to where you are now getting ready to start up conference play Friday night. Yeah, Kobe, Kobe's done a great job. Uh, you know, he, big shoes to fill with Daquan Bracey leaving the point guard role, and Kobe has, has stepped in there and, and done a great job. And he's a, he's a young man who, who shows up to work every day. He shows up to practice with a great attitude, and he works really, really hard. And, and he's a sponge. He wants to learn more and more every day. And uh, he's a joy to coach. I really, we, we all really enjoy working with him. And uh, he's done a great job. He's still, you know, uh, with every game, he's getting more confidence. And, and that, that happens when you get the experience on the court and you get those reps, those game reps, which you cannot, you can't beat. Uh, those are the best. But defensively last year, you know, he, he gave us a spark off the bench and, and I think now people are starting to see uh, just how great he is as a, of an on-ball defender. Uh, he really can guard the ball. He can, he can really uh, create uh, some offense for us with his defense by, 
by disrupting the other team's sets and things like that because he is so quick and uh he, he's an amazing uh, defender. He's and, got great feet. And you talk about conference play starting up this weekend. Obviously, Conference USA has gone to a model. You play Friday night and Saturday night in conference play. How, how does that change things up for you guys as coaches from a preparation standpoint? Yeah, it's 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 much different. Um, you know, playing the same team back to back nights, Friday, Saturday. It's uh, it, we have longer week of preparation for one opponent. It's kind of like we're getting into a football week mode so to speak but uh, we got two games but we only got one opponent so it, it, we're kind of you know you, you got to do certain things to get your guys ready but you also don't want to overkill it throughout the week you still got to work on yourself you know and you got to make yourself better first and foremost and and then we we delve into the team and uh and then as this week goes on um play that first game and then the next day when you play on saturday you're, just, you're not going to be able to get on the floor and do anything else. You're just going to have to make some minor adjustments, watch video, and see what you can do going into the play the same team again the next day. So it's going to be very different. Um, our guys are going to have to, when that first game ends on Friday, they're going to have to definitely get the proper rest and recovery and be ready for another battle the next day with the same team. And you look at the conference schedule for you guys the first couple of weekends with Marshall and Western Kentucky. Uh, how important will it be to get off to a good start against two really quality programs? Well, it's it's really important. I mean, you got the two highest-ranked teams in the league are our first two opponents, and Marshall right now is the highest-ranked team in our league uh, by Ken Palm, and they, uh, they have not scored uh, under – they only scored under 80 points in one game this season. Uh, they're a high-scoring team, and, uh, you know, it's a team that you obviously want to get off to a great start against because they are such a high-powered offensive team. So, you know, a good quick start is very important, and also just to set the tone for the entire Friday-Saturday weekend, um, it'd be great to get that first one. And, you, you know, when you look at the job that Dan D'Antoni's done during his time in Huntington, obviously, like you said, play that fast high up-tempo offense, really attack you from a number of different areas, really try to shoot the three. Tavion Kinsey, Jared West, uh, two really good players, one, two of the better players within Conference USA. Uh, how do you try to slow them down this weekend? Well, you know, uh, it's funny, you know, Kinsey, they just released a mock draft uh, for the 2021 draft, and he was the 14th uh, pick on the, on the draft for this upcoming next year's draft, and uh, he's only a junior, so – Obviously a very, very talented guy. Jared West is extremely talented, and he's the floor leader. We do have to slow them down a bit, and the, and the big piece of that is, you know, uh, we have to take care of the basketball on the offensive end. They get a lot of steals, first and foremost, and they also lead you into some bad shots, and they block a lot of shots. So taking care of the ball and then taking good shots will help us get loaded defensively, and they are so explosive in transition that you don't want to have any, uh, you know, give them any help by, by not taking care of the ball on your own end because if you don't do that, it's going to turn into uh, offense for them. And so we have to get back in transition. We have to load our defense and make sure that they're playing half-court offense the entire night. And, uh, you know, they go hand-in-hand, hand, play good offense, and that will help get back, get loaded on defense. And then we gotta we got to really guard them well. They put a lot of pressure on them with their rim runners going for lob dunks. Kinsey will be going for lob dunks all the time. They'll throw probably 15 lobs 
throughout the night to the rim. They won't connect on all of them, and it's our job to make sure that we're not allowing any easy ones in transition and then making them take tough twos throughout the night. And how much of a challenge is it as a coach when you have a team that plays this style to you know not only not get playing too quickly or playing up to their tempo as much, but also yeah. – not taking the air out of the basketball and playing so slow that you're out of rhythm on the other end offensively uh, for you guys. Yeah. No, you're absolutely correct. Uh, you know, we want to be quick, but we don't want to be in a hurry. You know, and we want to be attacking uh, with intelligence and, and, and be aggressive. You can't be passive. you got to be aggressive, and we've got to put, um, you know, we got to get in the paint with the basketball, and we've got to make sure that not just getting the paint to take shots, but getting the paint to – get their defense in rotation. So we're, we need to constantly be on the attack and, and take good shots when they're there. And, and that will help uh, definitely. It, it'll translate to better defense. It really will because then you'll, you, you will get back on D and, and get set. But, uh, but you're right. You, know, you don't want to be trying to slow them down by slowing yourself down. You've got to be aggressive and you've got to be on the attack. And last question, we'll let you get out of here. Obviously, you've been a part of Coach Conkle's staff for I believe it's six years now. How have you seen the quality yeah. of basketball within Conference USA uh, evolve over the six years you've been here in Ruston? You know, when I got into the league, I, I thought the league was very good, and, and now I think the league's even better. And uh, the league has just kept getting better and better each and every year. Um, you know, there's just more and more teams that are um, putting – great teams on the court and there's no easy game and every night is a challenge uh there's great coaches in this league there's great players in this league and um you know it's a, it's a really really great league to be a part of and uh you know i love being at la tech and, and we're hoping that this will be another great season for us absolutely coach well, we appreciate you joining us tonight on bleed tech blue radio looking to forward to a fun weekend uh to open conference play with marshall coming to town friday night well i appreciate you having me on and uh go dogs Duffy Conroy, assistant men's basketball coach at Louisiana Tech. Like we mentioned, Dunkin' Dogs open their conference slate at home, 6.30 p.m. tip-off Friday night against Marshall. Uh, the two teams will turn around and play again on Saturday at 6 p.m. as well inside the Thomas Assembly Center. Both of those games will be broadcasted on ESPN+. Plus. If you can't catch the game on ESPN+, Plus, you can get it on our sister station, KXKZ 107.5, Dave Nitz. Jack Thigpen will have the call. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. We're talking Bulldog football. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 99.3 FM. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. 
Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoke-cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. Graduate sales. You know us as the class ring people, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like class rings for more than 60 years. At Graduate Sales, there's so many things we offer, though. Name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, T-shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including class rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online, www www.graduatesalesyuri.com That's www.graduatesalesyuri Y-O-U-R-E-E.com Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries. Just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762. Welcome back. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor. 30 minutes have flown by. Not going to lie. Still mad about the red helmet, man. Still mad. Still fired up. Still fired up. Well, we got a number of things to get to here in our next segment, of course. Going to break down Louisiana Tech's 5-5 five and five season here in 2020, of course. Make a bowl game. And we're going to discuss what do you really make of this season that Louisiana Tech just went through. Real quick, let's go to the Fairway Cars hotline. We got Rafe. Rafe, what's going on? Hey, man, I think, I think breakdown's the best word for it. There was a complete if you're going to break it down it broke down i mean and and as opposed to what we see in basketball those of us that watch basketball we've got a lot of promising young talent on the basketball team that looks like i mean these are high caliber players with good skill good attitudes definitely have a high ceiling but you know for me when i looked at i mean so Aaron Allen's the easy target. I mean, obviously, I mean, if he, he doesn't look like he can be the heir incumbent, incumbent or whatever. He's, he's, I mean, doesn't have the skill set. But also, there are a few times when he rolled out, and you know how he a lot of times he'll roll out, and that's never good because he just takes a sack. He doesn't even throw it out of bounds. But there was nobody open. Yeah. I mean, the, the, if you take Hardy out of the mix, I hate to say it, but those guys, I mean, smoke, yeah, you can get smoke in space and do something, but he's not a guy that's going to run a great route and get yeah. open. Yeah, and think... the other guys, they, they were not open. I mean, they they were covered up and covered up easily. So unless you have some explosive skill players, you know, at, at quarterback and at receiver, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, and they're not there as, as far as I know. I mean, they, they weren't on the field. You know, during that bowl game that I saw. So no, that's I, one I, problem. I, I think that's a good point, and I think that's something that we really started to notice, you know, more and more uh, in the latter part of the season once Hardy did opt out. I think it's uh, lack of separation, like you said, lack of running good routes. It's just a total lack of explosiveness 
uh, and ability to make big plays down the field. Right, and then you know, so you know, Graham's a good, nice little grace player, but he's soft. I mean, you you have to be, you have to have a certain level of courage and tenacity to to make catches over the middle. You can't run in there, kind of alligator. I mean, I saw that on the kickoff returns with him. He he's not. He doesn't have that mental attitude of I'm going to inflict something on the opponent that Hardy had. And so, I, you know, I don't know what the solution is, but I know that there's a reason why people are so demoralized. It's not just what happened. It's just what's going to happen next. I mean, you, you lose your, your best players. And then, I mean, so I mean, we see some promise on defense. I mean, I, I could see – I don't think I wouldn't lay that at the feet of the defense, but – the defensive backfield's a problem. I mean, yeah. they're definitely a problem. No but they can be exposed by a decent passing team. You know, the defensive line, I mean, I mean, Milton was basically holding that thing up. But now what's going to happen? Then you, I thought the offensive line actually looked a little bit better as we kind of ended the year. But they didn't have any skill or anything to, you know, to open up for except for Izzy, who was phenomenal. But – Eventually, if we run the same play over and over and over, it's going to um, result in a lost yardage play. So, you know, it's just a big dilemma. It's, it's not like it's not like what I see in basketball. For for basketball this year, we we may not win the, the championship, but we've got the horses. I mean, you look and we've got the the talent that can compete with with this league and beyond. But with football, I mean, I just don't see it. You know, it starts with the quarterback. I mean, I'll give Head a little bit of credit where I thought there was no pressure on him, honestly. But for him to come in and, you know, he's got some moxie to him. But, I mean, I, I, I don't I don't know, man. I just, it's, just, it's one of those things where I think most Tech fans are just like, this product is not the way. It, it just left a terrible taste in their mouth. Absolutely. Thanks for the call, Rafe. Good stuff. Thanks, man. And, and you know, I think that I think that Rafe said it very well at the right at the end there. He said, "I don't know, man." And I think that's a great way to put it. It's like uh, you look at the last two games of the season, uh, fifty-two to ten, and then obviously the bowl performance against Georgia Southern. You fall thirty-eight to three. Uh, you end the season five and five. Uh, you look at all the different moving parts of this year: uh, the opt-outs, the quitting, the thirty-three days <laughs> between games. Uh, then your quarterback, who you thought was kind of figuring out a little bit, and Luke Anthony goes down with the leg injury. He's going to miss, you know, a substantial amount of time. Um, you, you lose some guy. Uh, Milton enters the draft. There's just so many different things that when this season wraps up, it kind of leaves you wondering. You know, it, it, I'll put it this way: it's a big off season. Yeah, well, it's I a think, huge. First off of all, season. I'm exhausted from this. No, year. I agree, like, and I think this is going to be a really tough blow to a lot of uh, schools around the country. Just your, with your fan involvement, it was just exhausting not knowing if you're playing. When you did play, half your team was out. Which yeah. that's there's no excuses. That's just the world we're living in. Yeah, this, no, this it season. is. Everybody was dealing with it. But I mean, I felt myself just being like, just rolling my eyes at everything of just like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. And then even watching, you know whatever some of the bigger games on uh just Saturday, not, it's it's not just the like, luster to it. Yeah. yeah like i just wasn't fired up about it and so um i think that's gonna hurt well, these I, programs a lot and just people are gonna realize they didn't need it you know and we're well, already dealing with the whole problem of people would rather sit on their couch and watch from home anyways you know well and i think too on top of all of that it's like you you know you get that that feeling of man like I, I don't even care to watch the game or this game doesn't feel as big as it is or, or whatever it might be 
but at the same time, it, it does have an impact. I get you know what I'm saying. Right. Like it, yeah, it does, does matter. Yeah, you know it what does. I'm saying. And it's like when you finish a year like Tech finished it, it's like, man, that kind of lets a lot of wind out of your sails. As much as you want to say, well, the quarterbacks hurt. You had five guys miss time on the offensive line. You you broke in ten new starters on defense. The secondary wasn't. You know what I'm saying. It's like you realize all that, but at the same point, it's like that gummit like. That, that didn't finish very good. No, like, like I'm concerned. Good. It didn't finish good, and it didn't give us a lot to look forward to yeah. next year. Like, we don't, like, you know, when you have a three or – which not everybody's lucky enough to have a starter three or four years or whatever. But, you know, we don't even – you know, obviously we have a lot of concerns about Aaron Allen playing and starting a quarterback next year. J.D. Head is just young. He's a freshman. He's just yeah. a freshman. needs to beef up a little bit. Uh, so, it's just we're going into next year again with the question mark, just like we went into this year, even though we had Luke. Uh it's I don't know it it just sucks a little bit and this goes back we we've had this argument before on the, on the show the the product versus you know winning, winning. Yeah. like you know like we got a text on the text line from Quint he said Tech needs to find its identity are we an up tempo offense or a running based defense Skip needs to open it up and never say he's satisfied with a two and zero victory ever again coach's job is to win the game yeah. they probably don't care how you do it would they love to win forty five to zero every week. Absolutely. Yeah. If they walk out of there with a 2-0 victory, they're pumped. They did their job. They got a W. The fans are like, bro, that was rough. Well, and and this, this, this is like the Steelers this year, to, for your NFL comparison. They were 11-0, but like almost all their games were ugly. Yeah. It was like, so this is, it's a tough thing. Well, and I, and I think too, though, you know, you, you talk about the product versus the wins. It's like, when do those conversations start up? They start up when you start getting black. You know what I'm saying? You get blasted by a Sunbelt team in Georgia Southern who, give them credit, they were 7-5, and five, went 8-5. and five. But Georgia Southern shouldn't be beating you 38-3. to three. I don't care no. if I'm playing quarterback. Uh, right. And, and so that's when you start getting the conversations of, you know, Skip needs to give up the play calling or who's the quarterback coach or yeah, how what? much? How much can you put on the coaches here? We had a, that's what I'm saying. Like you, don't, like how much can that truly? Like how much can you evaluate? Right. That? I think at the beginning of this year, we kind of thought everybody kind of got a pass this year. I'm yeah. sure we thought coaches. That, that's kind of what you thought. Your yeah. coaches were feeling a little more relaxed. They were like, hey, no matter what happens this year, we were dealing with COVID. Everybody was done. I didn't have half my players. But at the end of the day, you go through a whole season. Your job is to win yeah. and to like lead the program. So when you have a five and five year, which is pretty disappointing for Tech because they're pretty consistent. With the standards right. they set, yeah. And it's just it's it's a, number one. I think I think this took three years off Skip's coaching life. I really do. Like it took I don't three this, off my BTB yeah, life too. This I mean this this season as a coach, it, it's getting close to retirement. It'd be so easy to be like, I ain't doing that again. Yeah. Like not saying Skip's gonna quit, but I'm just this is this is this year is it's going to be interesting to see how how it goes forward and how much it affects the the future seasons because it's it's just unprecedented and it's ex it, everybody's exhausted it's i think exhausted. everybody's exhausted oh yeah and, and i think too you know and we broke it down today at bleedtechblue.com of course you can join us for only 9.95 a month but what a bargain yeah what a bargain but you come into the season all right let, let's be honest let's talk about the offensive line you expected willie allen at left tackle okay he opts out josh Modi's in there cody rusty he's in there donovan campbell is supposed to start at right guard Willie Allen opts out, so he moves to left tackle. You insert Abe Delphin, who did a nice job, but he's a former walk-on, let's be honest. Right tackle, you're expecting Anton Lewis. He plays five games, and he opts out. So there's three starters that you expected to have on the offensive line that weren't there. Well, and that's to start the year. By week 10, you were starting a true freshman at left tackle, a redshirt freshman at right tackle, two guys who you didn't expect to play more than 35 snaps all year. Right. 
And I was looking at some of the tackle totals, whereas the, the guards, when you talk about Moat, Russi, and Delphin, of course, Russi's the center, they played 99.5, 99, and 96% of the snaps this year, which I don't think any of us would say the interior line play was a problem. Right. But the tackle play was such an issue not one offensive tackle for Tech played more than 58% of the snaps this year. Not good. Eight different guys, if I'm counting correctly, one, two, three, seven different guys saw time at offensive tackle. None of them were your starting left tackle. So you're down to two through eight. None of them played more than 58% of the snaps. So th- that's going to cause you a lot of issues at Tech's level. Let, let, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, can you even evaluate the quarterback play? Now, I'm not going to say that Aaron Allen gets a pass for throwing three interceptions in a bowl game, but you still don't – You're still, It matters. To, it matters. Yeah, it matters. You still get back to where you were at this time last year. It's like, all right, we're gearing up for 2021. Aaron Allen, we know he turns the ball over too much. Okay, Luke Anthony's foot, ankle, leg is broke. Is he coming back? Yes. J.D. Head is a true freshman who's played 25 snaps in his career. You're the, you are the same place today where you were last year at this time because of how this season went. And I'm not making an excuse. It's a fact that you don't have a clue who the quarterback is going into next year. Right. You, you can argue for all three guys for all I care, but the bottom line is you don't know, and that's a problem because you didn't get proper evaluation because of all the crap surrounding you. I'll tell you here. one thing. I think it's going to be a wide-open competition in the uh, spring. It wouldn't shock me if Tech ends up going to the portal. Oh, I'm going to straight up just with got a text. Any, ta- any luck with Tech in the transfer portal? God, I hope so is I all think, I got to no, say. No, I think the spring – listen, you want to get a quarterback early, like January, but I think the spring's going to go, go a long way. Go get him next week. Uh, listen, I'm going to be honest. I think J.D. Head beats out Aaron Allen in the spring. Yep. And I, I don't – I don't know how to phrase this, but I don't think Aaron Allen sticks around to be the third-string quarterback. Right. No, he's not. And so then you're left with Luke Anthony as a senior. Well, you got Holstein coming in, right? Yeah, but that's two true freshmen behind him yeah, and only three score quarterbacks on scholarship. I think that's when you don't have a choice. Like it's hey guys, let's go find somebody. Right, you listen, to. there's gonna be more quarterbacks transfer out after the spring of right. their of their current program. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then they're late to the game. Yeah. And listen, let's be honest too. This was a defense that was play, replacing ten starters. You lost a meek NFL. LeJarrius Sneed's probably the best cornerback in the NFL as a rookie. Like, the best rookie quarterback. You lost two other starters in the secondary. You lost seven of your top eight in the secondary. You lost your entire defensive line outside of Milton Williams. You lost both your linebackers in Colin Scott and your boy, Connor Taylor. And you didn't have a spring. You didn't have a regular fall camp. Willie Baker doesn't make it back from the knee injury. And then it's like, oh, by the way, we got a new defensive coordinator. Right. By the way, Trey Baldwin spent like six or seven weeks in quarantine over the summer. Right. Hey. Cool, we found out about Grubbs. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the only good thing we can really say. We found out about Grubbs. But, I mean, we got him for it, three more years. It did allow for a lot of young players to, you know, earn their spot, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, it helped your depth, but none of them were, were just – Sure. Were enough starters. Besides, yeah, outside of Grubbs. Yeah, outside of Grubbs. So, and so yeah, like, got, I don't your know, depth is a little better. You got I a little think that's the time. main thing you learned about this year. Right. Is you got some young guys, some experience. Now, do you want all those young guys playing key roles next year? I think some of them prove they're ready. Some of them prove they're not. But guess what? 
why the transfer portal is wide open. We're going to break it down Tabes, in the next segment. Tabes, all i got to say is when me and Ben come in here in the fall next year and we pick Tech to go 9 or 3, I need just, you to come through this plexiglass. Just, just cut us off the air, Cut Tabes. us off the air, go to commercial, and we'll do it over when we get back. Yep, I agree. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, Sports Talk 99.3 FM. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary, outstanding, exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. For all those Christmas decorations you put up and take down, you need somewhere to store them. Ideal Portable Buildings has you covered. A new building custom built to the exact size and specs you need. And Ideal is Northeast Louisiana's number one dealer for Eagle Carports, too. Rent to own with no credit check or 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Store all those Christmas decorations in a new building from Ideal Portable Buildings. Find them on Facebook or visit IdealPortableBuildingsLLC.com. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new easy go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger easy go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline. 888-993-7762. Five and five. That's rough, BC. A little different than we predicted. I think we both had them at nine and three or... Hey, eight and, I don't think we had eight and four. That doesn't we, sound right. We uh, we picked twelve what games. Ha- they only got to ten. Ben, what happened? Why did we? Why did we think nine and three? Mac, sometimes we get accused of being a little too optimistic. Uh, I tell you why. It's because Luke Anthony is a practice hero. Dude looks good in. So practice. you're done with him? I'm not done with him. I'm just saying, he looks good in practice. He does. Hey, in baseball in high school, you I look hit, good in practice. I didn't. I did. Only thing I. Only thing I did was hit tanks. Put me in the game. Mr. Call me Golden Ich Sobrero. Call me Ichiro with a bunch of strikeouts. A bunch of singles and a bunch of strikeouts. Man. <laughs> but in practice, you had to buy a new bucket of balls every week. I was hitting him over the fence. Call me Ichiro with a bunch of strikeouts. <laughs> I'm telling you. That, that, that kind of defeats the purpose. I know. Though. I know. Well, you know what I'm saying. I hit a lot of singles. Hey, we get the All point. Right. All right, so let's look. So you go five and five, and, and we're not. Here, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. I mean, is there an asterisk? Asterisk? Whatever you say that word. I, yes, but I'm not going to sit here and say that. You're not. 
You just said yes, and then you said I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm just I'm too competitive to make an excuse. But listen, if you're being real and honest, and and you, can I mean, s- after the Southern Miss game, Ben, I thought I thought we, we were, we were going amped. to the Natty. I thought that was it, and then it turns out Southern Miss is worse than any Sun Belt team. Well, and I think two. How many Sun Belt teams did they lose to this year? It's got to be two or three, right? Who Southern Miss? Yeah, they yeah. lost to quite a few. Yeah, I don't know, but listen, I think two. You you can and. I always hear the thing. It's like, oh, everybody dealt with COVID. Well, it's like saying everybody dealt with COVID is like saying everybody has COVID. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. impacts people in different ways. And, and so, like, you know, Tech had 33 days off. or You know what I'm saying? And six players opted out during it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it impacts people different ways. And, like, teams are at different spots developmental-wise. And so when you look at this Tech team coming back in 2021 – I'm going to give you a breakdown, and I want you to tell me if you agree or disagree. All right, hit me. Spots that Tech could use a transfer, okay? Quarterback, agree. possibly. Agree, agree. Running back, possibly. We got Gardner. Gardner. Gardner's coming back. Harlan Dixon's coming back, and they signed Marquise Crosby. I think that they land a transfer, an older transfer. In fact, might be here in the next couple of days oh. if you've been on Bleak Tech Blue. Oh, Shameless plug right there. Receiver. I think you need one, possibly two outside receivers. We need a we need a we need a threat. You a need a dog. Threat. Yeah, you need a dog on the outside. Like let, let's be honest. And, you need like somebody like Hardy but good. You no, know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, listen. <laughs> I, I know you're not a Hardy guy, no. but let's be honest. On third and seven, if he needed to get open, he'd get open. Yeah, if he tried. Yeah. If he decided he was gonna try. All right, a receiver or two. All right, so we're at four possible transfers. O-line, they've landed Samuel Williams from ULM. I think you need another tackle. Let's be honest. We're up to six. Defensive line, I think you can live with the young pieces that you got over there. Linebacker, you can live with the pieces there. You got to like Grubbs. You got to like Baldwin coming back. You got to like Cody Fulp to transfer from McNeese will be eligible. Mackie Carabin got a lot of playing time as a redshirt freshman. In the secondary, this is absurd to say. Tech needs three transfers in the secondary. And I'm not talking for depth. I'm talking three starters in the secondary. Two corners, one safety. Tech needs possibly, I'm going to say seven to nine transfers that are starters. I'm not talking come in and give me 30 snaps. So I'm talking impact players either offensively or defensively. Entering 2021. Fair to say? Unfortunately, I think that's what we need. And, let's be honest, the players are going to be out there. Can you go find them? Can you get them to campus? So there's going to be more players in the portal this year than ever, right? Yeah, and there's going to be less spots than ever. Oh, that's a good That's a good mix. Yeah. A lot of people declaring for the old draft. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of players. Heard of Weston Elliott was, but... So, I, I think that, you know, you look at some of the needs on this team and, you know, obviously the, the position that's going to be talked about all, all from this point tonight, December the 29th, into the spring and into the summer is the quarterback position. Like it or not, it's the most highly... We love to talk about yeah, it, Yeah, well, it's in the limelight. Don't you wish J-Mark had come back? No. Uh, no, uh, no. I shouldn't have said that. No, you shouldn't have. But. I, 
been. I, I'm be honest. T- let me tell you what I need. All right, let's hear. I need a three year starter that too. we love, that everybody too. loves. Like, let's be honest. Is that's that guy what, on the roster? That, no. Well, maybe. That's what gets – you want to talk about being happy and entertained as a fan? Get a guy in there for three years that you love, that people can grow with, can watch grow up, and you can root for. Jamar was here three or four years. He yeah, wasn't there that was guy until lo- his senior no, year. He wasn't, and then he really screwed yeah, we up. Know, we know. So, Tech just needs that. We have we get a Driscoll. We get a Cody Sokol. We get those guys in for one year. We love them for one year, but by the time we fall in love with them, they're the, already gone. The lack of development – or developing a high is, school quarterback is it's, a it's tough in conference USA. Like that's just tough too. You know, like if you get good, you're gone. You know, that's the problem. Well, it, but I mean, you have to be able to do that. I well, mean, you're not good if you. I mean, if you get good, you go, if you're good, you go somewhere else. Yeah. And if you get good, it's usually not to your senior year. And yeah. It's tough to develop. Yeah. Tech needs somebody we love. JD Head needs to go eat some cheeseburgers and get serious. He's serious. He needs to. He needs to get real serious. So he's your guy. I just think he's. I just think if, if you're a guy coming out of college or high school, JD had he's got a great situation. He really does. Like he has it's it's in front of him if he can if he wants it. If he Let can, me ask you this: Some guys come in and you got like if you imagine coming in a year behind Jamar and Jamar starts as a sophomore and plays for three years and is great. JD Head, we just we're just waiting on him. Let me ask you this: If I told you next year, JD Head would be the starting quarterback. He threw for 2,800 yards. He threw 18 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and Tech would win between four and six games. Would you take it with the hopes that he becomes an all-conference guy his sophomore through senior year? Yeah, I mean, everybody hopes that your quarterback becomes an all-conference what, guy. No, I'm saying, would you take a four to six win season If we don't next get year? a transfer, I would rather watch J.D. Head than Aaron Allen. Well, I don't I, – I think J.D. Head is – at worst, this is my opinion, the backup next year. Yeah, I agree with that. But that's because we don't have anybody else on the roster. I think it's – no, I think that – I think he beats Aaron Allen out. I do too. Or Aaron leaves. I think that Aaron will be here. Listen, I'm going to be honest real quick about Aaron Allen. I like the kid. He's a great kid, and he works his tail off. I agree with that 100%. But at, the, at some point – and this goes for anyone at any position – you come to the realization that this might not be the best fit for me. Right. And I think that might be something that he learns this spring. And I just I mean, think he got he got more opportunities than he got your a lot of opportunities. quarterback. Exactly. So I, I the problem is true. is the coaches aren't going to give him a whole other year of that. Yeah. It, Unless he just exactly comes right. back from summer or from fall break or whatever in spring and summer and just dominates. It's I mean, going to and it's going to have to be like a domination in all caps. Right. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because J.D. Head is going to make strides. He got a little taste. He's he's going to be gaining weight this summer. And he's those go- 20 snaps are big. Yeah, I mean, they are. it lets you settle in and know that you're good enough. Right. And I think Rafe said, you know, Head showed some moxie. And I'm not here to say J.D. Head's the second coming of Terry Bradshaw. No, but, but he didn't like, go out there and crumble either. No, it's confident. He yeah. believed in who he was. But the quarterback position for me, I guess much like, you know, this past year, and we didn't get an opportunity to see spring – and we didn't get an opportunity to see a true fall camp. And listen, Luke Anthony might come back on March the 14th and be healthy and ready to go with his leg injury and start playing extremely well like the quarterback that Tech needs him to play. He might. But at this point, where we sit tonight, I don't think that as a Tech fan, you can sit here and be like, all right, we're good. Like, no. like we're fine. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm super nervous for next year. And, and I think that's a lot of the concern. And so – 
when you have an opportunity to remake your roster, if I'm Skip Holtz, I'm looking at the quarterback position following that bowl game and saying, you know what? I'm not getting caught with my pants down. I'm going to get a guy, whether he's a junior or a senior, he could be a two-year guy, but I'm going to have a guy in here that I know is healthy mm-hmm. and is talented that's going to give me an opportunity to win a lot of football games if Luke doesn't come back here's doesn't a, make it back. Here's the crazy thing. Oh, I keep forgetting Luke's coming back. But that's a – you know – Coaching can be like a, a little chess game too. You could bring a guy in like that, hoping that one of your current guys transfers. Oh, I mean, no doubt. Like, there's, there's no <laughs> so, doubt about so, it. So you know that that's a tough thing. And, and or and, you hope it enhances the competition in the room. Oh, I mean, everybody just gave it to the Packers when they drafted Jordan Love, and then the, the, the coaching staff and front office kept saying, "We're trying to light a fire under Aaron, and he's going to win MVP." Then tell me that ain't a boss move. Listen. Coaches That's are, playing chess when everybody else is playing checkers. Ooh, love it. You love some NFL, though. I do. I wish we could talk about NFL so, all the time. We might get to in the last segment because we got to talk fantasy football. Oh, do we? How this turned out for BC. It ain't good. Let's go ahead. Let's take our next time out. We come back. I want to talk a little bit about the college football playoff, if you don't mind. <laughs> sure, go ahead. I want to get your thoughts on it. Listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio Sports Talk 99.3 FM. At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the Uncommon Bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. DQ fans know everything's better with bacon, and now that includes the fan-favorite $6 meal deal with a bacon cheeseburger plus a refreshing Coke, fries, and a sundae. It's ready to be your next flavor time fill-up. It's all for just 6 bucks, and it's available all day long. So when the hunger hits, you can start mealing, dealing, shaking, and bacon. Only at your DQ. Happy tastes good. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with BMW Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to BMW Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. BMW Motors in Arcadia. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. 
Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts Hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Top of the hour, 701 BC, Beck Ames, John Tabor. Louisiana Tech's football season has come to a close, but we got some college football playoff coming up on New Year's Day. Mm. The Buckeyes and the no, the Buckeyes and Clemson, Clemson, and Alabama and Notre Dame. I hope Alabama stomps. Oh, I hope Notre they beat Dame. Notre Dame by seventy-two. I tell you how mad it made me when uh, Notre Dame stormed the field after they beat Clemson. Yeah, you were fired. That bothered me so much. Why? Because it was just like you did what you were supposed to do. Like you should have won that game. Like Trevor Lawrence didn't play. And they almost lost. And they almost that's what I'm saying. Like they should have been almost more embarrassed. Well. I mean, come on. I know Clemson's good and I know their backup is better than ninety five percent of the country starter, but I'm just like Did you see that uh I, I'm sure you did see this, but the Heisman trophy will be presented virtually. Oh, that'll be exciting. Hey, yeah, uh, because you can't put four people in a big room or nothing. Zoom <laughs> call starting in three. I, you know what I do feel bad for? I do feel bad for a lot of people this year that, like, even – I feel know, bad for the players. Yeah, because it's like this is something they dream of, and they yeah. just get the shaft of this year. You don't you even know? get to you go. You don't even get to go. You don't – it's virtual. You know, like, losing in person is one thing. Like, I'd take like, – to be a Heisman finalist, don't get me wrong. You take I'd it. An incredible honor. But be a Heisman finalist and lose over a laptop, like <laughs> – like just, <laughs> just mail the guy the trophy. Like don't even bring me into this. I yeah, lose so. over a laptop because the Heisman. Let's be real. When's the last time the Heisman was like, oh my gosh, who's gonna win? You know, like oh yeah, I agree. You, you know, yeah, you know, because every sports writer that votes tells you who they voted for. Yeah, they do. You can just count them up. Tapes. You think Devontae Smith wins from Alabama? He's the betting favorite right now. Oh, by a long shot. Uh, he did. I saw you at one of the offenses. When is the, yeah, you got the AP when's the play. Vote? Uh, I think it's next early next week. I think so. We got another another game before they vote. No, they've already, most people. I think have already votes voted. are in. Yeah. Okay, I he might be the best He's player. It's just hard. It's just hard to vote for a wide receiver. That's why one hadn't won it since what Desmond. Yeah, Howard? because you got because it's so much. I mean, it's it's half them, you know. Yeah. But if you don't have a quarterback that can get you the ball, then it's. Tough to showcase. Your quarterbacks, it's like Bama had Bama had three in the top five. Yeah, that's Smith, Mac Jones, and Najee Harris. Tapes is big on Najee. Tapes thinks he's right. I think him. that's the best player on oh, the team. Oh, I completely agree. He'd with have got my vote. Yep, he's a dog. He is a dog. I ain't gonna lie. That, I was the last game they played. They're like, you know, he caught a touchdown pass in like the first quarter. And like that was his first touchdown pass reception of the season. Then he caught like three or four more that game. game. And I was like, hey, game plan for that. Yeah, how about? How about us getting to a college football playoff, and it's like uh, Bama is a 21-point favorite over Notre Dame. And right. it's like, oh. All right. It's just the way it is, man. You taking the points or what? Uh, gosh, I don't know. College is so hard to bet on because you just can't bet on 18-year-old How about kids? The, the Rose Bowl being played in Dallas? Hey, Classic. Nothing surprises me anymore. I do uh, I do think Alabama will absolutely crush Notre Dame. Um I hope the Clemson game is at least exciting. I think it'll either be close or it won't be close at all. Uh, I know what, that covers like seventy five percent of the scenarios. But. I know we I know we talked about it a little bit. What do you think of Dabo voting Ohio State number eleven? Oh, I think it's hilarious. I See, do here's too. my deal with Dabo. People don't like Dabo because he he apparently claims to you know has this Christian figurehead, and, and, but he's like you know a little spicy. Yeah. But it's like I the dude just 
he's he's just real and people don't like it. You know, I, I, he's not like abrasive. He's just like, listen, I don't think they're that good of a team. I, I now do. if he goes and loses to him, he better go into hiding for a month or two. But I just I'm like, why, who says I? I love a good quote say about Skip. Skip is so politically correct. I just want him to pop off and, and say something that causes a headline one time. Yeah, no, I think that's why I like Dabo. It's yes. like it's like I might disagree with him, which I don't. But he ain't afraid to say, it. and he says it in a way that, that I appreciate. I'm like, all right, you weren't like you weren't like abrasive or disrespectful. You just said it. Like, well, and it's like he said about Ohio State. It's like they only played six games. He's like, I don't think if you played six games and we played eleven, I don't think you should be in the top yeah. four. And it's uh, like last time I checked, football's pretty. Uh, Rough on the body. Yeah. So I think a lot of coaches would like to be playing their seventh game in the, as a playoff game as well, opposed to their 12th. Well, and imagine if, you know, imagine if in the NFL, if you let the Bucks play, you know, five and one, and you're like, all right, they're in the all playoffs. Right. Okay. Shoot out now, so, the playoffs. so what do you think about everybody getting all, you know, butthurt about like Ohio State being in and not playing that many games and that like Cincinnati should have been in nah. or something like that? Ben, here's the deal it's 2020. And nut up or shut up, okay? This is a, there is there is money on the line. Yep. And I don't want to watch Cincinnati. I agree. I don't care if they went undefeated. That's what I said on the edge. I but was people like, just acted like money's not the driver of this. Th- exactly. Or interest is not. Like, what world are you living in where you don't think that's the driver of this stuff? And, and I'm get not, out of that world. And I'm not even saying that I don't want to see the quote-unquote little guy get a chance. But right. it's like, let's be honest. Cincinnati's not beating Alabama, and that's not the point of it. Yeah. The point is they want to get as many ratings as they can get. They want to get as many advertisements as they can get. And listen, they've been doing it for freaking 50 years getting the best brands. Oh, if you don't like it, then get over it. But quit right. going on right. there and arguing about Cincinnati, it. Cincinnati, why don't you uh, go undefeated like 12 years in a row, then we'll talk about getting in a playoff. It just is yeah. what it is. I mean, yeah, we would love for it to be fair, but it's just not. The world's not fair. That's not how it is in the real world. You don't get participation trophy or participation uh, bid to be in the playoffs. Like, that's well, how it works. Uh, and it's like this, too. It's like Coastal Carolina. Everybody's like, oh, Coastal, they're only number 13, blah, blah, blah. They beat ULL. I'm like, yeah, they beat ULL, the Sun Belt. Like, like yeah. uh, Sun Belt, yeah, they crushed Conference USA. Conference USA sucks. Ben, I grew up comfortable, but I didn't. I wasn't birthed into a mansion. Yeah, like, I'm, it's just that's just the way it is. Yeah. I just wasn't. Like, I don't feel at disadvantage, but like Cincinnati's just not a big program. And then and then Coastal loses to Liberty, and it's like, all right, everybody shuts up. It's like, so like what? You've been fighting for it right. for so long. And I'm and I'm a big proponent of like you play a hundred games and maybe Cincinnati beats Alabama yeah, one, one time. time. Yeah. Hey, congrats. and if you did that on the big stage, congratulations. Whoop do you freaking do? Okay. I, I still want to watch Alabama and Clemson over Me Cincinnati too. or anybody else. And it's just the way it is. And it's not fair, and nobody said it was gonna be fair or it should be fair. It just life just ain't it, fair. It ain't fair. Money is the driver of everything, and the people that are trying like it cracks me up when like national media guys are like <laughs> are saying it like they're like personally yeah. offended that yeah. this would ever happen. And what are the little guys supposed to do? It's like man, it's just, you just don't get well, it. Like, how I, are you in this industry and you just don't get it? Yeah, it's like David Pollack. It's like Pollack, like shut up. Like, but you're doing the same thing. You're just saying that. You don't even believe it. Yeah, exactly. It's like you work for ESPN. Like you yeah. know all you did what was, their goal was is. get BC and back fired up in Russell, Louisiana. Which, I mean, let's be real. Not, things to do. Not, yeah, not drawing a big or making a big splash in that puddle. Okay. No, no, I agree with you though. It's like you want to sit here and, and fight for. 
fight for Coastal or fight for Cincinnati. It's like, if you want to fight for Texas A&M, all right, I'll tell you. you want to they, just, they just need to have a whole other playoff bracket for the little guys. Let's just be real. You'd be cool with yeah. that. Yeah, and then maybe maybe one game at the end. The champion of the real bra- of the college Ooh. football playoff and then Coastal Carolina or whoever the champion is. Kind of like guys. the – they can get beat by 70 by Alabama, and everybody will just shut up for you. All of Alabama's players would opt out out of playing oh, Coastal. No, 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 <laughs> sure would. And then Coastal would freaking win because it'd be the fourth string Alabama guy. How funny playing. would that be? Did you see that Coastal's president like wrote a letter like to ESPN saying like this is not a fair invitational? And like, and a lot of people on Blue Tape Blue talk a lot about Coastal Carolina and their rise to glory and all this stuff, and I'm like, do y'all not realize that last year Coastal was four and eight, and they had like seventeen guys transfer? It's like they hit flash in a pan, but Coastal ain't doing this no, every year. And I just don't. I mean, I get it. Maybe that's what you. Maybe for optics, you got to fight for that kind of stuff. I don't know, but I'm just, I'm just frustrated when people don't get it. You know, they don't get it. Did you? Um, do you have AT and T internet? No, I do not. Well, your boy over the weekend. I don't know if you saw the explosion oh, or the I bombing or whatever yeah. in Nashville. I lost the old internet for 48 hours, I believe. Ooh, pretty rough. Didn't get sorry to watch that. any football. <laughs> I mean, that's very first world problem, but I am sorry. That, that That's a bummer. Man, that was rough on the old BC. Not going to lie I tried to, to get at and but for some reason it wasn't. I don't think they have fiber inside the city limits. Yeah, maybe yeah. Oh, you're a big out of the city limits guy. Well, listen, fun. I'm not sitting here bragging to you. I'm just sitting here telling you the point. Trust me. Who I have for for internet, I wish I did, and I'll tell you that. No. I won't name any names. No. You never know who's sponsoring it. All right, who, who do you think wins? You got Bama, Notre Dame. I'm trying to decide how much I think Bama wins by. Say no. 17. 17. Yeah. Did you see uh, – Notre Dame gets a late score to make it not as bad. Did you see Brian okay. Kelly, the Notre Dame coach, is like, we have nothing to prove, like – I'm like, dude, you've gotten beat by like 35 in both of your playoff appearances. You got a lot Again, to prove. Again, he's just got to say that. Apparently, because let's be real, all Notre Dame does is whine about not being considered a top tier program. I know, and they just get blown out in playoff every single year. Drives you insane. Drives me. Not crazy. a big Notre Dame. Guy. No, I can't stand them. Actually, my ex girlfriend, they're a big Notre Dame fans. Probably part of it. Whole family. Good thing she's an ex. Yep. Oh, X. That'd be and, a rough. Uh, uh, they were pretty, uh, pretty big Notre Dame fans, and so maybe that's why I got. That, that could be all right. Let's move to Ohio State and Clemson. I can't wait to watch this one. I hope Davo starts yelling at Ryan I Day think, across oh, the field. Oh, I mean, and you, you know, the coaches be like, "Oh, this is just another game." Yeah, right. Davo wants to run Ohio State into the ground because Ohio State's another program. Well, that I think too. To me, lunch. college football has become Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson from a playoff perspective. Right. You know, Pac-12, they suck. Oh, Oklahoma, yeah, they're good, but they get blown out in the <laughs> yeah, playoffs. They, they like, but those three, points a game. like they, they seem like kind of the heavyweights, and like oh, I kind of have the and internal how ticked rivalry. Off is everybody outside of that bubble, bubble too. It's oh just, yeah, I mean they can't stand it. Yeah, you can't stand it. I, I really am a proponent for expanding the playoffs just to shut people up. I don't think it'd even be worth it, but just let them have it. I mean, it's these these schools that are so upset they're not in. Let them play, let them get blown out, and then go back to four teams after like three years. No. Let them have it. All right, so who are you picking, Clemson or Ohio State? I think Clemson's going to smoke them. I think this, this is going to be a really boring. You saw that Ohio State changed up the old COVID protocol so they all their players can play. Oh, how about that? Weren't they one of the ones that were like, if you are exposed, you just sit out for a month. So we're yeah, not gonna 21 play days. Yeah. Got to love it. Got to love Gotta college love it. It, it, Does this championship have an asterisk? 
You know, I don't know because I think Clemson and I mean I, I think it should be Clemson and Alabama in the end, and I think both those programs. Have if taken, I called Nick Saban and serious. told him his title had an asterisk, what would he say? Oh, I mean, you get an earful. <laughs> you would get an earful. I saw this thing today that he was doing his press conference for the Rose Bowl, and and this reporter's like Saban, Saban, and they're like, "How dare you call him Saban? He's Coach Saban." <laughs> And it was like a big thing over the internet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I was cracking up. I was cracking up. Let's go ahead and take our final timeout of the night. We come back. Let's talk BC's fantasy life. It's come to an end in 2020. <laughs> fantasy football life, just to clarify. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> fantasy football life. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Sports Talk 99.3 FM. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the uncommon bank. Member FDIC. Acme Glass and Mirror, we have so much more. Whether business, home, or auto, we have the glass you're looking for. Replacing glass is painless, like everything we do. The very best in service, always close to you. Acme Glass and Mirror, give us a break and we'll shine through. Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat, and you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. When it comes to constructing or remodeling your home, get the peace of mind that comes from working with Twin City Builders. Twin City Builders can help you design or remodel a home that's uniquely you. For new home construction, remodeling, spec homes, or apartments, Twin City Builders is state licensed and fully insured. Call 547-2142. 547-2142. Twin City Builders. To Telestai 33 AD. stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know keep it right here on bleed tech blue radio brought to you by first national bank call or text the show on the fairway car top line 888-993-7762 time to put a bow on it bc beck haynes john Tabor doing a fantastic job running the board as he always does always does bleed tech blue radio sports talk 99.3 fm of course you can get us on the fairway carts hotline or text line 888-993-7762 beck bc fantasy football has come to an end i am sad though i am glad i'm not nervous every week but i do miss it i'm always sad this time of year we concluded our championship last night i'd rather not talk about who won it i gotta ask you a question what, what do you remember back to 2012 
believe it was a crisp fall night <laughs> in Shreveport, Louisiana. It was at 8.45 p.m. kickoff. We had oh, sunny nights. A&M game? Yep. Yeah. Colby Cam. Colby Cam. Texas A&M. And Mike Evans. And let me tell you something, Beck Haynes. I love Mike Evans. Oh, he he kept you out of the uh, Mike loser Evans is my boy. Yes, he is. He dropped forty-one points. And in boy, fantasy did you need week. just about every one of them. I needed every one. Our of loser, them. our loser bowl is a two-week match, so it's not you know the whole the idea behind that is that it's not just a fluke win. Yeah. So Ben had a ten-point advantage. Listen, going I was into this the worst week. team by right. five wins. I think out of my three losses, two of the times I had an advantage going into the second game and lost Did it. Did you? Yeah. One time it was remember when Nelly I played Nelly and oh, Travis that. Kelsey took an eighty-five-yard screen, screen pass. pass, freaking, and I lost like four points or I something. I forgot about that on Christmas Day. I ruined my Christmas. Whoo! Anyways. Uh, Six so, pound, so eight ounce, a, baby yeah, Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Woo! So Ben has a ten point advantage going into this weekend's game. Ten point six. And uh, at one point early on, we thought you were you were the loser. No, you did. You, yeah. I think you. I said think it. I was talking some trash. Like you Thursday, were. maybe. I must have been like a, th- a yeah. Thursday or Friday. Hunter Henry's first TD yeah. on that Thursday. Yeah, I just I just let Ben have it, and then Mike Evans just, I mean, Mister. Mr. Mike Evans. I mean, you can't even call him consistency because he either has three points or 40. And came in the clutch for you. You beat your brother, who might be the sorest loser I've ever met. Might be. The punishment this year is uh, uh, 24 hours in a Waffle House, and every waffle you eat is an hour off your sentence. Probably the easiest punishment we've had. Taves, how many waffles do you think you could eat? I was going to try to eat 12. Oh, I think that's way too high. I, I think I could probably get six or eight. Yeah, I think that's what we kind of just said, Taves, was like six eight. or eight. I mean, I'm just telling you, when I go eat one waffle and get a cup of coffee, I'm pretty full the rest of the morning, and I'm a big fella. Big I co- like to eat. Big coffee fan. Oh, I love their coffee. I don't know if it's the cups or what. Anyways, so that's the punishment, and uh, Ben's brother's all saying he was going to order kid waffles, and then when we said that you couldn't do that, he threw a little hissy fit all afternoon. I didn't even know waffle that sold kid yeah, waffles. But I'm like, come on, just the integrity of the league. Like, do it right. Anyway, Syrup or no syrup? You got to go, I mean, minimal syrup. If you're going to try to enjoy it at all. But you know every syrup. Dip it in water. Water? You're just going Joey Chestnut on them. Yeah, I think that's the only option if you're trying to get out of there I pretty mean, quick. I'm going to enjoy it a little bit. I would, I would stay an extra hour to make my six waffles taste good at least. Don't you think? What do you think you would do all day in waffles? I mean, you just play on your phone, read. Play on your phone for 24 hours? Not 24. Nah, you'd need new contacts for the vision you lost. I mean, what are you going to do, write a book or something? I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, if you were in Ruston, like, obviously I would come up there, Lane would come no, up there, come you know, wife. Puffy was coming. Puffy's coming. He was. He was until you won. Yeah. I mean, Taves would come up, probably buy him a waffle. I mean, he would not. Probably not. <laughs> Sorry, I, I misspoke there. Taves ain't going to see so, me. Uh, here's the deal. We have it for the first time ever in our, was our sixth year, we have a two-time champion. I'm not even going to say who it is because I don't respect it. The only reason this guy won was because Ben, his brother, and then one other guy in our league – made this guy started zero and three yeah and then ben clark and and blake just gave him like i'm talking the likes of like stefan diggs travis kelsey Kelsey, derrick henry i mean for like odell and robert tanya bob tanya bobby i literally had never heard the dude he ended the year on my squad catches a tutty a game he does he's good for 13 points a game here's the deal i mean you just gave him to him some awful trade credit to this guy that won but not going to mention him by name. Not going to mention him by name. I just 
Oh, so anyways. I, I made it to playoffs. Is this your by six the, or your five? You're six. Six. I made it to the playoffs by the hair on my chinny chin chin. And you did. By six points, I think. And it was yep. because Zeke ended up being awful. And so he didn't. That's who I was playing Zeke against. Zeke Elliott. Yeah. But, but had I had Zeke scored 6.2 more points, I would have lost. You're talking about a rough Cause career. Because my, my, my team for the next three weeks once playoffs started just was the worst team every week. There ain't no doubt. So. I almost was eating waffles, Taves. Almost w- was the loser four out of six years. Question for you. What you doing for New Year's, bro? Going going down to visit the wife's family down south. It's been a fun year. Been a fun year. Do we have to show after the New Year? Yeah, bro. How far do we go? Middle of February. Middle of February? Yeah. What are we going to talk about? I don't know, but you're going to start landing us some guests. Okay. All right. Okay. It's been a fun year. Hey, hey, it's been a wild year. We love doing this every Tuesday night. Nice little break. It's a little re- relaxation, talk some Bulldog football, kind of get some thoughts off our chest. Yeah. Didn't have to talk about eight here in late 2020. Hey, that might have been why this was such a good year. No poem, but let's be honest, nobody was. I mean, I guess I could have wrote Grubbs a poem. You won't do for the next show. Oh, you'll be out of town. I'll be here. Oh, you'll be back, be back in back town Sunday, in, yeah. in time yeah, yeah, enough yeah, yeah, to write yeah, a poem? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're to write Grubbs a poem for yeah. next week? I'm going to call him Grubbs Hub. That's his nickname. Tapes, what do you think? All he does is deliver hits. All he does is deliver the You grub. know I love poems. Oh, yeah. Beck's doing a poem next I'm week. I'm not even doing for old producer Taves. Hey. The best right. producer in the – I don't want him to cry in studio. No, Grubbs. It might be post-Christmas, but it's the season of giving. It's been a fun show tonight. I want to thank Duffy Conroy, Louisiana Tech – Men's basketball coach for joining us, of course, Dunkin' Dogs in action Friday night. Conference play opens. Marshall comes to town. That's a 6.30 p.m. tip. For BC, for Beck Haynes, for our tremendous producer, John Tabor. We'll see you. Listen for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show every Tuesday at 6 p.m. with your host, Ben Carlisle. Also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kurt Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Thanks for listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio on Sports Talk 99.3. You. Yeah, how you guys doing? Thanks for taking my call. I'm going to go with the Yankees in terms of my pick for 2021, and it's based off of the quote-unquote great expectations and then the reality of the 2020 season, how the Yankees started off good. I think they won 16 of the first 20. Then they lost yeah. 15 of the next 20 to finish. Right, at had a lot of injuries, yep. Good a lot point. of injuries. They go into the, the playoffs, win a 